0: welcome this is jamie and this is donald and this is episode number 139 of the circus 71 podcast for the week of december 6 2022 coming up on today's episode disney bans filming on space mountain we have an official splash mountain closing date oh yeah the bald wonder is gone (laughs) And in our main segment we kick off a new top five in five series This is the Circus Seventy One podcast. You all right, Donna? Housekeeping. Let's let's see if we remember how to do this together.
1: It was so funny when I was prepping uh, for the show tonight. uh, As I've said before, you know, Andrew and I typically talk through you know some some show things prior to. I was laughing, thinking, "Holy crap! It's been a while since we've recorded housekeeping together."
0: Yeah, uh, last week we we were in disney world and the week before you were on your cruise so yeah going on like three weeks It's probably our longest stretch i'd say
1: yeah just because of the weird back-to-back travel
0: yeah i don't think we've ever done that before in
1: our coming
0: up on four-year history of our show
1: <laughs> yep so all
0: right let's kick things off starting at space Mountain. Um, phone photography and filming no longer allowed on Space Mountain at the Magic Kingdom. Um, it is pretty common for guests at Walt Disney World to, you know, whip out their phones or the um, oh, gosh. GoPro. Um, yeah, no, 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 no the um, the holder thing, um,
1: a selfie stick that you're not allowed to have anyway.
0: No, 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 no. It's something that actually is allowed oh i'm gonna be angry um i thought it begins with a g and i'm losing it
1: i said gopro and you said no
0: yeah no it's it's not it's the the actual um it's like a stabilizer but there's an actual word for it that is just escaping me right now a lot of people use that um uh, andrew said
1: gyro something
0: no, gyroscope is inside of the actual phone. I'm going to – I'll look it up at some point. I'm going to be angry with myself if I can't think of it. But um, nevertheless, filming on attractions at Disney World is typically allowed, except for as of today, as we're recording this, December the 4th, Disney has put out signage at the Magic Kingdom attraction Space Mountain, which indicates that guests can no longer film or hold their phones while they ride. This rule applies for any handheld items, loose articles, as well as uh, phones and cameras. They must either be stored during the duration of the ride, either in a bag or the pouch attached to the ride vehicle which made me laugh out loud because you know I put my phone in said ride pouch and it took a ride on Space Mountain.
1: (laughs) Um, Or
0: must be left with a non-rider. And this uh, uh, A-frame signage appears outside of the attraction as well as um, prior to boarding um, the attraction as well. It seems like Filming of the attraction is not actually the main cause for concern, but rather the safety of guests riding the coaster, which I totally believe. You know, if somebody drops their um, phone at the very top of the roller coaster, there's other cars on the track beneath them. Um, And and I could definitely see that being uh, cause for concern um, as well.
1: Yeah, so as you started uh, into the story, I was thinking like, oh, Jamie's got to bring it up sometime. It's got to come up eventually that he put his, his iPhone in that little pouch and it wasn't there at the end of the ride. Um, so, of course, comic relief there. What? Gimbal. That's the word I was looking for. I've never heard of that in my life.
0: That it, it's like a brand of like a phone stabilizer, basically. it's It's not a selfie stick per se, but kind of a similar concept. But it actually helps to stabilize the phone so when you're recording you know and you're doing a walk and talk like a lot of you know your people do live streams and things like that it's not you know bouncing all over the uh the the video is not bouncing all over the place uh gimbal that's the word i couldn't think of
1: andrew just mumbled something that was a, a rather interesting point my cell phone is great in, in dark environments. I can get some good pictures. I'm sure your phone is too. What in the world were people capturing with their phones on space?
0: Yeah, yeah it's valid. Although I will say, Donna, and and I wanted to bring this up at, at some point, point. Um, and I know we talked about this a little bit, you know, through text, the um, holiday overlay that they did for Space Mountain with... Um, Mickey's very merry Christmas party was amazing. Maybe the my favorite Space Mountain thing that I've ever done. Um, it's actually lit, and you can see a decent amount of the track that you That's usually cool. that you usually don't see. Obviously during regular operations, um, I'll tell you, it feels like you're at a rock concert. They are blasting <laughs> music on that. Attraction. What did Aiden say? He didn't go. Ah, bummer. Okay. uh, As a matter of fact, we measured him. And we found out, for any of our listeners that don't know, they measure by the skull, not the hair. That's how close he was. No. So, and I'm not going to give that cast member a hard time. That's their job. I get it. It's a safety thing. I have no issues with it. Um, was he
1: okay on any of the 44s? Or he only tried for space?
0: Uh, No. It was, I'm trying to think. Did we do...
1: It would have been like Flight of Passage, Everest.
0: We did... Uh, we did not do Everest. We did Flight of Passage and um, space.
1: Um, and he was turned away at both?
0: Yeah. And same thing with, mm-hmm. with Peyton tried Kali and... Slinky. Yes. And I'll say the first cast member I talked to at Slinky did everything she could. All right, let's move her feet. Let's see. And then she, you know, called over another cast member, was like, no, she's not tall enough. Sorry. Like, kind of rude about it. Like, I'm just asking you to measure. Like, it's not, you're literally standing there with a clipboard doing nothing. It was just a bit, bit much from that second person. But, um,. Yeah, and kind of the same for both of them. Their hair touched, but they go by the skull. But getting back to, to the Space Mountain, um, lit Christmas colors, lasers, um, and you can see a decent amount of the track, and I thought it was awesome.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: So to, to answer your, your question, I could see somebody wanting to, to film this um, for sure. And and I I think more so than, you know, filming for like, um, you know, like capturing it like a YouTube. I could see this more. A lot of people do it as a live stream. I I have done before. So, but nevertheless,
1: not now. (laughs) All right. Well, next up is more stellar news. Uh, Splash Mountain officially has its kill date for when it will be closed for the transition to the Tiana's Bayou Adventure. So um, starting January 23rd, 2023, Splash Mountain will be closed for that ref- or not refurbishment, for the retheming of of that attraction space, making January 22nd, which is a Sunday for anyone wondering, um, the last day to ride Splash Mountain. Um, yes, Andrew, Anthony, and I now have park passes. Yes, we will go at least once, if not twice on the attraction that day and bid it a fond farewell.
0: Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's a sad thing. Um, you know, and, and obviously there's, there's reasons that they're doing it and, you know, we don't have to necessarily get into that. Um, I, we made sure to do, do it, you know, one last time, you know, on our ride and, um, I, for, I, like we talked about it um, on our very last park day, which, as we're recording this, was yesterday. Um, I told Aiden because that's when this the story broke on on um, what's today Sunday? No, I take it back. I to, yeah Friday. So the story broke on Friday. I told Aiden on Saturday that you know we just did our last ride on Splash Mountain, and we as we were driving into Epcot, and Aiden goes, "Oh, well, I want to do it again." oh i'm like oh buddy we don't have any you know don't have a park pass and you know we only had a couple hours before we had to go to the airport anyways but i'm like huh could we do a january weekend is that plausible but i I don't know if it's necessarily in the cards but definitely jamie
1: i have a client and i said this off podcast but i have a client who immediately like minutes after the story broke texted me and she was like well donna like they usually come down every other year that's that's been their mo. I've worked with them for three or four trips now, probably four trips. Um, and she texts me. She's like, "Well, forget every other year. Book us uh, for January, our normal weekend. They usually come down uh, MLK weekend, our normal weekend. See what you can get for us, because obviously she's she knows MLK weekend busier. Yeah. Um, you know, book us. You know, a shorter stay, but we've got to come down. We got to ride Splash again. I also have a um, a gentleman who's a huge fan. In addition to just being, you know." a client he's he's a fan of our show and he's a fan of of the parks big time and he was like so i just changed my park pass reservation so that i could ride the last day will i see you there i was like heck yes you will buddy
0: (laughs) yeah no it's a lot of people have a lot of fond memories to to splash i I do want to be fair and say maintenance on it was pretty bad when we were there the other day like there were a lot of effects that weren't working um and um, I think when we went into the, the first part of the laughing place, Donna, where um, Br'er Bear, like, is a, not attacked, but has, like, the um, uh, the beehive on his nose. Yeah. That entire area was so unbelievably dark. Like, somebody mm-hmm. got to turn, you know, the spotlights on. Um, and and it, it's just in rough shape. The jumping fountains weren't on. Some of the the water jets that hit the back of the turtle um, just weren't on. So it, it was obviously they let it go because it was being closed. But it was. But
1: Jamie, I'm seeing more of that park wide. Yeah.
0: Yes, I saw space. I mean, down for a while. There was a couple of attractions that were down a lot.
1: Anthony notices everything when he gets off of attractions he's like mama how come tigger's tail wasn't bouncing mama how come the smoke wasn't working in the egyptian the scene going into the library in um space of birth like he notices everything so if something's not working the way it should uh, small world, you point out three, four, five things. So, I mean, I hear you and I'm sure that part of it is because, you know, why are they going to put money in an distraction that they're, you know, that they've doomed to the scrapyard? But at the same time, it's, it's frustrating that that's what we're seeing property-wide. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. And a little, little surprise they only gave, you know, what, six weeks notice, we'll call it. You know, maybe yeah. a little bit more. Um, but then again, maybe not so surprising because we kind of thought you'd have one more holiday season, and that'd be ball game.
1: I'm counting four, five, six, seven. Seven weeks from today will be the last operating day. Okay. Well,
0: speaking of ball game, should we go to our third story, which broke a couple of weeks ago?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And I don't know if you've had the chance to listen to Housekeeper from last week. Andrew tried a couple different times, and I kept shutting him down.
0: <laughs> no, I I didn't get to it uh, just yet, but um, I, I have to say I was so upset, and I told Donna this uh, before we started recording that Donna was on her cruise, and I couldn't call her when the news hit because I, I was messing around on Twitter. I was in bed, um, you know, watching TV, and I saw that this news broke, and I, I'm like, oh man, ran downstairs. Val thought I was kidding um <laughs> i'm like no this is the real deal so bob chapek the bald wonder lex luther dr evil any of those you know names that we've used in the past um has been fired from the walt disney company and if you're listening to this i would imagine you're a disney fan um yeah, this did, as we said, break a couple of weeks ago. But Andrew
1: wants to jump in and say just one thing. He's been practicing this. Hold, please. Okay. Let the wonderful news be spread. The bald wonders' career at Disney is dead. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> You're welcome. Just brings
0: back memories of the great movie ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I, And so we wanted to at least mention this on the air and and we both held off where we could both talk about at least for a little bit together. Um, And Bob Iger is returning as Disney CEO. Um, And there's so many layers to this, Donna, with the rumor being that the CFO, Kristen i know her last name's mccarthy McCarthy.
1: yeah Yeah. chris i think it's christina and i'm not a huge fan of her either because she's the one who mouthed off about like you know people being too fat and portion sizes should be smaller and every other thing so i don't think she's any great shakes
0: oh for sure i think she out chapec chapec and chapec was looking to can her is the rumor that i uh, another rumor that i had heard and she maneuvered the board to get rid of him based on you know several things but one of them being the uh recent um, quarterly earnings report um, and the over billion dollar loss that Disney plus is, or or, uh, I should say posted for that particular quarter. So there's just so much to this um, and and different rumors and layers. And I think we're going to get the stories eventually, but man, this thing dropped on a Sunday night and supposedly Disney, uh, the board, reached out to Iger, I think like Friday afternoon, and then this was, um, I think Iger sat on it for 12 hours or so and then said um, he was in, and his actual compensation package, uh, overall base salary, and I'm going to use the term only, but is Uh only a million dollars a year, and there's other uh, performance bonuses he can have, but I think he came back because he felt like this was his mess because he anointed JPEC and I think he felt the need um, with how bad JPEC was doing.
1: I have a client who sent me an article um, two hours ago and it's, it's saying exactly that Bob Iger is back. This is the headline of the article in the Wall Street Journal. Bob Iger is back at Disney to fix his one big failure succession.
0: Yeah, and, and there's a couple. Just as I said, so many interesting things with the whole thing. We know that Iger signed on for a two-year deal, um, the, and that's been his one flaw: finding the successor. Um, you know, everybody thought it would be um, between Jay Rizzullo and uh, the other guy that was battling it out. I can't, I forget his name. Um, and then there was a couple of other options and then Chapek kind of came through the ranks. It's like, Iger's, he's got to find that, that person to take over. Um, and a lot of people are kind of pointing to Josh DeMauro, um, who's the head of uh, DPEP Disney parks, experiences and products right now. Um, but I don't think he has the experience with no. studios If all Mm -hmm. of a sudden he works starts working way more with the studios, that's going to be the red flag that he's being groomed for the position. I just don't see that yet.
1: I also think he's a little bit too young. I don't think he has quite enough experience to step into a role like CEO of Walt Disney Company.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just there's so many moving parts. You know, you have Hulu and lucasfilm and the post ESPN yeah it's it's such a, a multimedia conglomerate that you know your your bread and butter is cut in parks which is awesome for us but there's just so many other cogs in the wheel so to speak that i i don't think at this point tomorrow would be um I, that guy i'd love to see Jay razoolo cuz I, I think he did some fantastic things um with the parks and i was reading an article or i was watching a video it was one i think i was watching a video um and the the person um it was uh, tom corliss from wdwnt was saying how he was watching a uh, an interview with um james cameron right around the time you know after pandora opened and they kind of the reporter kind of gave chapec credit for it and like cameron stopped the interview and said oh that was actually jay razula that you know that was approved before chapec had anything to do nice with it. and corliss goes eh, that was a sign that something wasn't great like if james cameron makes it a point to say something that he doesn't like the new guy that's kind of a big deal so um Interestingly, also, um, JPEG does have an NDA and non-disclosure agreement where he can't disparage the company or kind of reveal what had happened. And, you know, as a result for his silence, he gets, you know, his contract to right. 20, $25, 26000000 million, something outrageous like that. So, um, and I think the big thing, Donna, that, that people want to know or are really speculating is – what happens now? You know, where does it go from now? And, and you know, we've seen some rumors that the park pass reservation system might be tw- tweaked. You know, uh, I, I don't want to say abolished, but a step below that, if you will. Um, and I think people are genuinely happy about this. And I will say, I'm I'm firmly in that camp um, because I think Chappec was so bad. In everything that he
1: did. Oh, there's no <laughs> there's not going to be any arguments for me about any of that. The only thing that I am kind of weary about with this whole thing is there are some people who are like, "Oh, he's gonna he's gonna bring fast fast back. He's going to, um, you know, get rid of this whole ILL thing. He's gonna get rid of Park parkhouse reservations." I'm not sure. That coming into what he came into, he can cut things like Genie Plus and ILLs that were making the company money. The Park Pass reservation piece, as much as I hate it, and I've not made that you know a secret at all. I even you know talk with with clients, even potential clients, about you know how it was born out of necessity with the pandemic and has become you know something to help the company, not help us um, as as those going, um, but if it really does help their bottom line with staffing and things like that, I'm just not sure that right now he can come in and say, we're getting rid of this or getting rid of this or getting rid of this. If all these things are helping the company's bottom, di- bo- bottom line dollar.
0: I've read a few different things about that specifically. And I was always in the, in with the understanding that it really did actually help with staffing. And a lot of people after this, um, firing of JPEG have have kind of alluded to the fact that it really doesn't help their analytics as as much as originally perceived um and supposedly do you remember when you asked me you called me a few weeks back um you know there was some big hubble hubble blue or whatever that word is going on near beach club yes yeah um and I said that they're they had all the big wigs and the executives in town yes supposedly at that point there was a plan actually to scale back. That's the word I'm kind of looking for as opposed to abolish scale way back the park pass reservation system. So some people are even projecting potentially at some point, rumor, rumor, rumor. Um, but in January, that's what they're looking to do that um, on, what did I read on, on, on park, on property guests wouldn't be required for basically it would just be, annual pass holders that don't have um, on-property reservations. So us. (laughs) Yeah, you guys. Um, But you know what? And I've said this before. I don't really care. I, I, I think it's stupid. You know, I will say that. Do I care that I have to make a reservation for Epcot Tuesday, December the 13th? Not particularly. Where I find it more annoying and impactful is the park hopping restriction. That ice. Okay,
1: but that's you as someone who's coming down for your vacation. For me as a local, the park and reservation system sucks. It screws us because we only have five booked at once. So my pass, which I do choose to have, so I will say I choose to have a pass that has blackouts. So my last day to be able to visit will be next Friday, not this Friday, the following Friday, before my pass blacks out over Christmas time. So... Even though I would like to go over most nights in the evening or after school for an hour or two or, or whatever, like once Anthony's home, or maybe while Anthony's at school, Andrew and I could pop over for an hour or two. I love Christmas time at the parks. Love it, love it, love it so, so much between Anthony and I having the flu and then our vacation and you know everything else. We only went to the park once in the month of November, once in the month of November. So now in December, I'm like, okay, well, I would like to go most days, but you can't have everything booked out because you only have five days to use. So I have all my five days, well, four of my five, because my, my fifth now is holding it January 22nd at Magic Kingdom. So it's, it's, it's asinine for, for locals who just want to go over for a few hours. So if you're going to abolish the, the park hopping hours, say that, you know, across the board after such and such a time, park reservations are not needed. Period. End of discussion.
0: Oh, oh, you're talking like, you know, whatever, after five o'clock, it's open, (laughs) open up the gates, so to speak.
1: Yeah, tell the guards (laughs) to open up the gates. Yeah,
0: I I, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily, I I mean, I don't have an issue with the whole thing, Uh, you know, getting rid and scrapping the whole thing. I I just, it's just for me, the bigger issue was the, the park hopping piece um because i i just find that two o'clock to be annoying and stupid and the whole you have to go here before you can go here um and and i understand like you can't abolish the the park hopping you know restriction with then the whole park reservation system is even more pointless um so i understand those two things necessarily go kind of hand in hand but um of those kind of two pieces three really if you count the other um you know have to go to park a before you can go to b um you know those are my bigger gripes with the entire um system but i think it's going to be changing and i do think we're going to hear something my prediction as we record this on the fourth i think we hear something before christmas
1: Jamie, we might have to, as we're talking about predicting things, we might have to just because it'll be fun sneak in um, a crystal ball predictions episode mm. before announcements start coming out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> as we're on day one of, or week one of five of our top No, box. no, I know, I
1: know, but you hear what I'm saying, because, yeah. you know, when we were planning out our our shows, we didn't know that this was going to happen, but I just I just think that'd be fun. I think it'd be a fun thing to do, because we might legitimately get news and be like, so, last week we said this, now we know it's totally different. Like, I don't know, I just think that'd be fun.
0: No, I, I agree. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, neither of us, neither one of us had... Uh, Jpec getting fired on our no kidding. Call, so <laughs> All right well I think we uh, you know there's certainly scratch more to scratch off about.
1: instant win Jamie.
0: Yeah no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so all right with that Donald let's take a quick break and kick off our top five in five uh, series with top five Disney snacks. All right, Donna, and we are back kicking off another Top 5 in 5 series. This week's theme, Top 5 Snacks. And we came up with the uh, provision, I guess, um, that it had to be on the old school. I don't want to say old school Disney dining plan. That makes me sad. (laughs) But um, would would need to be considered a snack on the Disney dining plan. Correct. All right. I have one honorable mention, which literally just changed 25 seconds ago, um, (laughs) and five regular answers.
1: Okay. So I also have one honorable mention, and then I have five regular ones. Okay. Um, Let me start with one,
0: because I think mine are a little bit more generic, a little more basic, and I have a feeling you're a little bit more, I don't want to say extravagant,
1: but intricate if you will well yes Um, and no a couple were but a couple like if if you're asking me the best snacks on property i mean there are some um some that you know you have to include okay my first one
0: is very basic i think but there's something for me about the disney popcorn Mm -hmm. i don't know why because the I, i one of the refills we got was super stale Oh, gross. Um, But yeah, but just having like the box of popcorn or putting it in the refillable bucket or whatever, um, there's something about that. And I also, Donna, I originally was going to split these into two because they are quite different. Um, But I'm just going to loop into this, the um, maple popcorn specifically from Canada um, in Epcot. I was originally going to make that a separate thing, but I just kind of went with an over... Uh, umbrella of popcorn because that maple popcorn from Canada is amazing.
1: The popcorn was my honorable mention too. So for a couple of reasons, first of all, your initial investment when you're getting the specialty bucket. Okay, fine. Not the cheapest snack and certainly not dining plan eligible. But when you are, you know, feeding a couple of kids or you and your spouse or something, another are looking for a little snack, having that bucket and being able to fork over a couple of bucks for a whole popcorn refill is really, really, really nice. You can use it throughout all four parks with just that one initial investment. So for me, a popcorn bucket, always something I tell folks who enjoy popcorn to consider. And of course, you know, the caramel popcorn, the flavored popcorns that you can choose to get uh, definitely help. But yes, popcorn was my honorable mention as well. It's certainly not the most tasty snack of all the snacks in the Disney umbrella, but it's definitely a nice staple, a nice go-to.
0: it's like a weird comfort kind of thing just walking around the parks having something you know little like that to to snack on because it's it's relatively light not filling but it's
1: i don't know it's comforting okay so then i had like that slash mickey pretzel
0: are yours in a particular order i should have asked this before we started
1: no. So popcorn and Mickey pretzels are just kind of, to me, like, again, a Mickey pretzel is is not the best bang for your buck when you're talking about the dining plan snack credit. It's not, you know, something super unique to Disney. It's a pretzel, but it's shaped as Mickey Mouse. But it's definitely something I tell guests, you know, hey, you're looking for for something to eat and something that you'll enjoy that's not going to be rock hard and, you know, things like that. A Mickey pretzel. I enjoy them. I think they actually taste pretty good. Bread down here is not great. Um, so popcorn and Mickey pretzels were kind of my nods.
0: Yeah, I actually don't. It's not a terrible snack. Wouldn't be a terrible, terrible snack credit use because I want to say it's like six or seven dollars.
1: Yeah, it might be like six fifty now.
0: Yeah, I I think it, it it's up there. I I almost want to say it's over seven. Um, Jeez. But um, that that was on my main list. Uh, Mickey pretzel was actually the first thing I thought of. It, it is kind of our go-to with Aiden and Peyton when they want, just kind of want um, something. We always try and find a, a Mickey pretzel. And like you said, it's, I mean, you know, we're, we're both originally and, you know, I'm still here the Philadelphia region, you know, we have good pretzels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad. It, it's not a bad pretzel.
1: No, no, I don't. I mean, again, I don't think I. I actually enjoy it. And if you're, um, belly maybe is a little bit upset. You're just a little, you know, hungry for something. Grab that pretzel. You're not going to be sorry about it.
0: Yeah. Avoid the cheese because that stuff is crazy.
1: oh, gross, awful. Yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> oh, where? Oh, I should have told you this earlier too. But speaking of cheese, Peyton got a mac and cheese from somewhere. We could have plastered walls with it. Mm. oh back lot Val just said yeah it was it was gross so yeah the the the, the cheese dipping man that stuff's terrible oh,
1: that <laughs> Oh, poor thing. um, All right. So my my first that's actually on the list, I'm going to go with this one because I would not be surprised if it's also on your main list. So I figured we'd start with some things that I think might overlap and then kind of divert from there. And this is actually something, Jamie, I will give you credit for turning me on to. And that that would be the glazed almonds. On my list as well. Their cinnamon glazed almonds are amazing um so freaking good so i mean it's not something you can eat every day or you'd pay for it but it's definitely something that you can get you know once on your trip maybe twice if you're there long enough split it with your family so sweet so so tasty filling really really a nice nice snack
0: yeah and it feels like they're they're becoming harder to find because i think if I remember correctly, they were in the one like popcorn stand um, in the middle of Future World because before it became the crater. Um, if you're walking from Spaceship Earth, it was off to the left side.
1: I know that I've gotten them. I think only in Magic Kingdom and Adventureland, right near Jungle Cruise, and then also right by um, the Circus. There. Okay. Yeah, we
0: didn't get them this trip, so I, I can't comment on, on where they were. But I, I always I remember one year we went like all over the place trying to find um, uh-huh. these almonds. But yeah, they're I highly recommend them. Really good, and they're actually a snack that you know if you have an extra bag and, and want to mm-hmm. bring bring them home and eat them a couple of days later at your resort or or pack them and. and Take them home with you they actually keep relatively well
1: well to your point you know again you're feeding your family for a couple of days for a week Bring a couple of Ziploc bags with you. There are several snacks that you can you know, grab. Or, and this is a total aside, just for a helpful hint for anyone listening, snack credits, again, the old snack credits provided the dining plan were to come back with snack credits again. Um, you could even get like bags of like trail mix or bags of like fruities or like gummies or gummy sours or things like that, that you could also then throw in a bag.
0: <laughs> All right, good. You gave me the perfect window because you may have seen that I was upset with myself. Um, one of my favorite snacks, I didn't even put it on the list. I love, there's a bag of trail mix that are in all the, in the gift shops with, uh, Chippendale on the front or a purple yep. bag. I, I love, I, I had, I think two, maybe three bags, um, on, on our last trip. I love those things. And again, great use of the snack credit. Yeah. They're just, it's super, super tasty. So, um, I can't even... I'm embarrassed that didn't make my list because it's probably my (laughs) favorite thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then let me see, going back to my actual list, I have four others, Jamie. And now you probably only have three others? Uh, I do. So go ahead. Why don't you give your next one? Okay. So my next one is one that I would actually bet you probably have not tried. And this is from the Trilobites stand when you're entering Animal Kingdom. Or excuse me, when you're entering Dino Land and Animal Kingdom. Can you picture that stand off to the right? So, like the the dinosaur play area for the kids. The that's the name's escaping me. The digging area, digging and playing area, the, the playground boneyard? for the kids. Thank you. It's to the right, before like right before you get to oh, the boneyard. The dino bites? No, it's called Trilobites. Dino bites is inside. Dino bites is near um, Triceratops spin. Trilobites oh, is before you go like under that little walkway thing. Okay. That's where they have an ice cream. Val is correct. Yeah. Okay. I know exactly where was talking about. <laughs> All right, right well, go, go ahead. Tell us about F- it. Dinos. Okay. So they have a treat that I actually tried at a DVC event. I never paid any attention to that stand other than thinking like, okay, okay, fine, ice cream. They have a twist ice cream treat, whatever you want to call it. It's made with Dole Whip orange and vanilla soft serve ice cream. It's like the best orange squall that you could ever imagine.
0: And this is the thing that kind of looks like the diner, right? Yes. Okay. It's the it's Dino Bites.
1: Next. No, it's Trillo <laughs> You're looking, you know, you're you're looking at the wrong thing. It's called Trillo Bites. It's a stand. So we got a... the ice cream with the
0: lime, and the, they have the yeah. Jam. It's oh, Trillo Bites. Before you get into the I got yes. what yes. you're talking about now. This okay. Trillo, Bites. I'm in the wrong. St- uh, okay, that's a, you know, I think that actually used to be um, McDonald's French fries. You could get there.
1: That's not. I mean, again, I sure. I, I had never paid attention to uh, that. Until the DVC member event. Yeah. And it was so good and so refreshing on such a freaking hot night that all I remember thinking, and I said to Andrew was, A, the portion size was huge, huge, like easily shareable amongst family. And it was so refreshing that on a hot day when you're at Animal Kingdom, definite go-to snack.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and you were you did the the green and orange you said or a different one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we've had that. That is a really really good. Trillo bites. and the green is just
1: hot. dyed vanilla ice cream.
0: Okay, yeah, I've never had that anything at the
1: Dino Bites. I always like looking at the stand though. <laughs> but no, so that's just one that you know a little bit unusual for sure. But so refreshing. Definitely had a, a really great yeah. flavor and shareable.
0: Trillo bites. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't have named that stand if you tried. But, <laughs> no, that's a good one. And I've had that before. And I, I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, trying to think of what others I have to do, 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 do. Okay. Um, I know I get flack for this one I really like the Mickey ice cream sandwiches
1: I would agree if you asked me if I want an ice cream sandwich or ice cream bar I'd probably choose the and I like them both I'd probably choose ice cream sandwich but for me in the big picture of Disney snacks that one couldn't have made a top five list for me
0: they gave them out at the DVC event at Typhoon Lagoon that we were at in June And I mean, Peyton may have had two or three. I had a couple. (laughs) I mean, they're out. I just really like them. And and to your point, I like them much better than the ice cream bar because I think they're just messier, and I don't like them taste wise as much as the sandwiches.
1: No, and again, there's a time and place for everything. A hot night at a water park, so so refreshing, so nice. Um, and that's social fatties. We went from. I a an ice cream to an ice cream too. I'm going to name another ice cream type product. uh, Lee Gelato. Oh. Uh, and now, yeah. in addition to being able to have that snack at Disney Springs, which they did participate in the Disney dining plan, uh, you can also enjoy their cart at the Riviera Resort. Just recently, they've opened their cart finally at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So if you are in the Muppets courtyard and you are looking at Muppet Vision 3D, directly on the right there, where there used to be kiosks for the old Fastcast system, stroller parking had been back there at, at one point in time. There is their their uh, cart there, and they're going to have five or six staple gelato uh, flavors that you can have, and then like a seasonal uh, flavor that you can try as well. So if you've not yet had their product, you've heard our show, you've heard me talking about it. Stop by, get something. I promise you're not going to be disappointed. It's so 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 good.
0: Mentions Donna's name. You get a 20% discount, too, I heard.
1: do not. <laughs>
0: um, and Donna, correct me if I'm wrong. They also do um, the gelato, the new gelato stand outside of the, well, uh, that was built within the, um, next to the Italy Pavilion in Epcot, right? Or is that something? No, like that?
1: That's, that's not them. That's not them. Gotcha. Correct. And it's not as good. And I'm not just saying that because of my ties to, to Vivoli. It's legitimately not as good. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I always thought they were... That's
0: interesting. I don't know why I thought they were the same company.
1: Yeah, I think they used to be, but I don't think that they're in partnership anymore. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Alright, I have two more.
0: I might as well go with the type of ice cream. Uh, <laughs> at... Uh, I always mix them up. I think it's Sunshine Tree Terrace. Is where I'm going for the Dole Whip orange cream soft serve, which is the mix of orange and um, vanilla ice cream. One of my favorite things, uh, which to- is
1: basically the snack at Trailblites that I just named.
0: That's true, but you wanted the lime, right?
1: <laughs> but the lime isn't a flavor; it's just a color. No, I think it's lime. At
0: least on the article I just read, it was uh, it's a lime Dole Whip.
1: No, what I had was an orange dole, dole Whip with vanilla ice cream. It's like an orange sickle. It's phenomenal.
0: Oh, 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 okay.
1: Which sounds uh, like uh, exactly what you just described.
0: <laughs> uh, no, it, it is. Sorry. I, I thought, because I, I, when I was looking up, trying to figure out what you were talking about, they, they have, um, and this, is, this was the snack that we tried, was a lime Dole Whip with an orange. And that was the mix. Which was I really good.
1: Don't think we would have gone for a lime, knowing us. Okay,
0: no, it's it's worth a try. I, I we really really enjoyed it. Um, so yes, then that was exactly what you just said. Good. But I thought for some reason I thought you did the, you had said you did the lime and the orange. So I apologize.
1: No, to be honest with you, you just taught me something I didn't know they served that there. So at a hot day at Magic Kingdom, that'll be something I grab for sure. No, no, no. This is the Animal Kingdom. The one you just named at Sunshine T- Sunshine Sunshine oh, Tree the, Terrace. The the
0: orange and white. Yes. Like with the orange bird in Adventureland.
1: Oh my god, Jamie, you're struggling. Andrew's like peeing in his pants right now.
0: Well, I'm surprised. That I I thought you would have known that was at Magic Kingdom. That's why. Oh um, yeah, no, it's good, really good. <laughs>
1: So. All right. Well, moving right along, I have two left. <laughs> um, I think the next most logical one to discuss is back over at Animal Kingdom, actually, which is kind of funny because I don't necessarily consider Animal Kingdom like the go-to place for for food. But it's this is another one, Jamie, that you told me about, and I'm surprised you haven't mentioned. Any guesses? Okay,
0: Animal King. Well, I mean, with how well I did with the Dino Land setup, <laughs>
1: um,
0: <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Oh my. God. See, this is why I need to think these things through, um, and the fact that we didn't just get them—the lumpia's? Yep. Yeah, they're they're. Oh God, how did I forget them?
1: The yeah. only time that I didn't enjoy the Pongu lumpia was on a really really hot day. Yeah, because it's a warm, um, savory treat um, so for those who might be interested in what in the world we're talking about it's almost <laughs> like a wonton with like yummy yummy cheese like sweet cheese inside and it's served at the stand right outside of the um, restaurant in Pandora and it's
0: correct me if I'm wrong and also is uh, like pineapple chunks inside
1: yes so it's, good yeah it's, no, it's like that's a, an sweet, a sweet cream cheese with like pineapple
0: yeah it, it's it's really really good no um, I that should have made my list,
1: but again, in stark contrast to the treat I was just talking about, that was not something that I would enjoy on a warm on a because we got it one day when it was a hot day, and it just doesn't have the refreshing kick that you would want.
0: Yeah, and I feel like which is gonna sound weird. I feel like on a hotter day, it gets messier as well. yeah, yeah, so, but no, they're really good as well. And that You're welcome. My, my list was embarrassing. Um, but <laughs> I will say, hot day, cold day, it really doesn't matter. This next treat is something I think we have gotten it, every trip for maybe like our last six.
1: Okay, and this is your last one, right? This is my last one. Okay. The
0: Hollywood Studios. Any guesses?
1: <laughs> the milkshake that you got. <laughs> Jamie, you don't remember the milkshake? Adam, um, God Almighty, on sun, on um on Sunset Boulevard, you got that horrific milkshake when um Andrew and oh. Anthony were on Star Tours.
0: Again, yeah, you got something else equally as
1: awful. It was like some kind of ice cream sandwich. But it was bad. Uh, I don't. You know what? It was a milkshake. You're right. <laughs> it was. It that was awful. So I just had to bust your chops when you said Hollywood Studios. Oh god. Yeah, what was that? It was either from Rosie. I think it was Rosie's. I don't think it was. Yeah, and really you chucked it. it. You literally like had like three bites and you were like, Well, that was fun. <laughs>
0: oh, it was so disgusting. No, it wasn't that one, but that is a memory, that's for sure. <laughs> um Other end of the
1: park, actually. Oh, please tell me it's not like that blue milk gross stuff. No, that stuff's terrible. Okay, I've never tried it. I, I will not try it and Ugh.
0: We even got the alcoholic version. It was so, we threw, I think it was like $15. We threw away half of it. It was so gross.
1: Other side of the park. Is it in Pandora?
0: At Hollywood Studios?
1: No, I'm sorry. And not Pandora. God almighty. What is this? The name of Galaxy's Edge? Thank you. I'm sorry. My brain hurts. It's been a long day.
0: No, you're a little bit too far in the back of the park, a little bit more towards the front. other end probably a bed yes ah there you go the funnel cake with ice cream from oasis canteen i think is the name of the the Mm -hmm. right next to indiana jones we get that at least once a trip it it is just so good with the ice cream on the cake and, and i'm pretty particular about what you know different types of funnel cake like if i get it or not um it's very good at Disney. They
1: do. See, it's funny that you said well. that. We had it just one time, so I, I will obviously have to give it another try. And it was toward the end of the day, so the booth was about to close. So who knows? You know, things like that. It was yeah. average, average. So I'll have to give it another try if it's good enough for you guys get multiple trips.
0: Yeah, we we've gotten at least one, at, like in the last, I want to say four, five, six trips. Like it, it's kind of a staple of something. Um. at at hollywood studios i love uh, their funnel cake with ice cream is really good and i think the only other place you can really no maybe two i think you can get at sleepy hollow um at magic kingdom and in um in that little stand booth thing in front of of the American american adventure adventure yeah yeah um but they're weird because sometimes they're not hooked into like
1: being able to use the dining plan, like there are all sorts of mess. That up. well, that was going to be a follow up question. That was that was dining plan eligible. Yeah, it is. Okay, because that's a decent size snack too. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: and I want to say it's like eight eight dollars or so. Like it's it's a good. um, No, it may not be with the ice cream. I I don't want to totally quote that. I'm like at the eighty five percent sure zone. Okay. Um, but I know funnel cake in general is eligible.
1: All right. So my next one, I, I don't want to say that this is cheap cause I don't think it is, but it, it's more of a broad statement. Ready? Sure. Using a dining plan snack entitlement at the festival booth. So, for example, the the little dumplings that you can get in China that are ridiculously good.
0: It, yeah, I, I mean, if you, I think, yeah, if you say something specific, like we love, 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 Thorn Flower and Garden, the frushi um, that they have at Japan, the fruit sushi thing mm-hmm. it doesn't have sushi in it, um, or. We just got, um, at Festival of the Holidays at the Japan booth, they have a sushi Christmas tree, which Payne ate maybe half of it because she loves sushi at three years old. Um, So, yeah, some of those are really, really good. I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole because, I mean, that could be its own top five of, you know, best festival snacks.
1: But that's um, why I feel like I had to say it because, and I did say to you for the record, are we doing like traditional top five, especially top five? And you were like, no, no, I just keep it top five. So I had to include the nod to the snack credit usage at those festival booths. They were great uses of snack credits.
0: Well, I'd be down to do a top five snacks at, um, you know, across the festivals. I think that'd
1: be a good show. Write it down you're such a turd. He just air wrote it for, for those clearly unable to see what just happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. The frushi, um and the sushi Christmas tree
0: was um, really enjoyable. We had a, I got the, on a quick sidebar, the salmon from um, France at festival, of the holidays threw half of it away. Totally Ooh. not what I would have expected. Like I thought I was expecting like a like a cooked salmon, you know, with, with some sort of small side, kind of like the, the scallops in that you get in um, Canada, which were amazing, but it was almost like a smoked salmon on top of a cream cheese, like in between two pieces of bread. Like it was not what I thought it Hmm. was, um, which was uber disappointing. So I'm like, took a couple of bites and not a fan. So. Um, but the scallops and the—I uh, don't want to say the gravy, but the sauce that they were in—outstanding.
1: Canada always comes through. Like even on hot days, I could get the the warm soup at the Canada booth.
0: Yeah, yeah, they have they have some really good snacks, but we'll save that conversation for another show.
1: <laughs> All right, so that was it, right, James? That was. So I think mine were better. Obviously, (laughs) you can go ahead and and put your your, uh, dunce hat on, Jane, for your list, but we'll let that slide, I suppose. (laughs) Thank you. Anytime. So, next week, tentatively, we're going to continue our top five and five series. Jamie and I might um, entertain the idea that, that we might need to do a crystal ball look. I'm not really sure 100% because um, I do want that to happen sooner than later, uh, but likely uh, top five and five just because um, Jamie's making a face at me. So we'll go with that. Uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon.